Hi, and welcome to the Tell It Like It Is, The Kingdom Way. I'm Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology. And I let you know that I come at things from both of those, the, both of those ways. Uh, I do understand the word of God, and I do understand how the brain and the mind works. And I want you to share this on your YouTube, on your Twitter, on all of your different social medias and stuff and share Kingdom First TV. Remember to download the app if you have not already done so. We're on Roku, we're on LG TV, we're all over the place. We're on iHeartRadio. All of these avenues are open to you for you to be able to get this and share it with people. So uh, I have again with me my co-host, Apostle Marshall McGee who is, uh, we were breaking it up last week. I mean, just bringing and breaking things down. He was talking about the unity of the faith, the unity of how it is that we have to walk. And he was talking about the rhythm and you've heard the rhythm over and over and he is breaking these things down. So without any further ado, I want to, um, I want to introduce or bring on my co-host. I don't have to introduce him. Come on, Apostle Marshall. <laughs> Come on and dazzle the people with the word of God, because it does dazzle. It is just <laughs> makes things visible. It just shines. It just, oh, yes, 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 yes. Has people to be able to see. So <laughs> you, you, were, you had just gone through a scripture last time we were together. And uh, you were beginning to break some things down. So uh, just just go ahead and 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 do what you do well. I love hearing you teach. I love interacting with you. I just I really like the synergy that God has given us. You're a true friend. I, I just love it. Appreciate you, you appreciate you much. Well, hi. We're gonna pick up. We're gonna get right to it. We're in the Book of Numbers, chapter nine. And we're picking up at verse uh, 22, kind of where we ended off at. Now, remember, we've been talking about moving in rhythm with God because God the Father has a rhythmic movement. It is a pattern or a way of doing things. We can almost say a systematic way. Uh, or even more specifically, think of God moving in a cadence. Remember, uh, the children of Israel, when they when they, when they they moved out of uh, Egypt into the land of, of uh, into the wilderness and begin to, to go to on the way to the promised land. They were people who were untrained, unruly, undisciplined, and so forth. That God literally made into this corporate entity called the children of Israel, which was ultimately became a, uh, a great army and even a great war warrior or warring people. So think in terms of rhythm, moving in rhythm, moving in cadence with God. Or moving in step with God. And when I was a younger preacher, they used to say things like, now, you don't want to get ahead of God, but you don't want to get behind him either. And so we have to find the sweet spot. Somebody say sweet spot. <laughs> we have to find the sweet spot and get in sync or in rhythm with what he, he is doing and where he is at. And one of the best ways to do this is to learn to tune our ear or the ear of our spirit to hear or sense the breath or the wind or the speaking of his 
spirit voice to us. And as we learn to tune our spirit ear to that, it's going to bring us in this, I want to say synchronization. I think I said it right. I had to really think about that word. <laughs> I could have said it good in Ebonics. Uh, but it'll bring us into this perfect sync with Father that we're constantly moving with the ebbs and flows of his spirit. And unfortunately, we're still living in a world uh, in the body of Christ where we, we talk about kingdom a lot. And we even yet sometimes we still live in out of church age dimensions. And what I mean, that doesn't mean the church is going away. Uh, but but we've moved into the kingdom age, which is God's real way of causing things to manifest and happen in the earth. And yet we still tend to be out of sync with what he is speaking. I think we ended the last broadcast talking about uh, you can listen to prophets all over the earth right now. And you can get all you can go on YouTube and hear all kinds of prophets with everybody got a different message. And they say they're hearing from God or the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit is not divided like that. There is one voice that God is saying, and the true prophets of the Lord, and they're not political. The only political thing they're about is the kingdom of God. What is God's agenda to his ecclesia? What must his ecclesia need to be doing or preparing to do in these hours. Anyway, that's a whole nother story. Let me get off of that. So let's go to Numbers chapter 9, uh, verse 22, and we'll start there. Remember, we're talking about moving with God, moving in a rhythm, how God began to train an unruly, undisciplined people uh, to be able to move just by the speaking of his voice. Verse 22, Numbers chapter 9. Whether it was two days, a month, or a year, that the cloud remained above the tabernacle. The children of Israel would remain encamped and not journey. But when it was taken up, they would journey. Verse 23, at the command of the Lord, they remained in camp, and at the command of the Lord, they journeyed. They kept the charge of the Lord at the command of the Lord by the hand of Moses. So again, notice that the children of Israel, they had learned obedience beyond the realm of logical or rational patterns. Because when God begins to speak, when you really get in sync with him, God, you know what I learned about the Holy Ghost? Sometimes he's not logical. He is not, well, not sometimes, he ain't logical. He is not intellectual. <laughs> he is not educational. He is the Holy Spirit, and he is only motivated by his spirit of truth. So God had to train a people that would be able to move beyond logic and rational patterns of living in life. So in the same way, you and I, we're going to have to learn how to keep the charge of the Lord. Because once we commit to this thing, we got to learn to keep the charge of the Lord. Because through this story, we learned that the Father showed Israel, look, I'm the one that's in charge. I'm in control. And the principle is because I'm in control. Now, this I'm just, it's just simply this. So when he moves, you move. That's all that matters. When he moves, you move. He wanted a people who would be so responsive to his voice that they could be moved by just a breath. They could just sense 
the next thing Father was after. They were able to anticipate, they were so close that they were able to anticipate the next thing. So as soon as he spoke, they just moved. They just moved. They just moved. And you know what? I think we got to get past this whole thing where we, you ever, you know, I know our listeners, some of them probably have, know you've heard from God, but you still bounce it off of someone. And I think spiritual counsel is in good order. But the ultimate goal is to get to the place where you know his voice. You don't have to bounce it off of nobody. I know there's safety in the multitude of counselors, but there's a synchronization we can come into where we know the rhythm of the Father. I believe that you don't have to bounce it off somebody. Somebody may not agree with that. But you know you're so close. Remember, in him, we live, move, and have our being. So the very essence of my existence comes from him. So the more I tap into the, that, that principle of his life in me, the more I'm just going to know by his life that's in me. I'll just know. And the more I know, then the more I'm going to move. Because remember, I am moving by the power of his life because I felt the the ruach, the wind <laughs> of his breath when he spoke. So God the Father is training a people. And he, and again, he's developing people who just become so responsive to his voice, they can anticipate the next thing that he wants to do. That's what I call keep it up with him. Yes, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> you see? Oh, oh. <laughs> It was so funny. Okay. <laughs> I know you love that when I be raising my hand. You know, it's yeah. really not this one. At least it's not this one. You know, I wasn't back to church. Anyway, you know, one of the <laughs> things that one of the things that is so powerful is this. If you learn, if you as you learn to move in sync and in rhythm with him. There will be so many deals. There will be so many transactions. There will be Ooh. so much money. Just in this past month, just in this past month, there have been transactions. There have been things. If I would have delayed a minute, Apostle Marshall, two minutes or whatever it is, I would have missed out on so many things. Uh, even an airline ticket. I ended up getting an airline ticket, $500 less, only $1,200 for my ticket when it would have cost me $1,700 because I moved right when he said so. And he will teach you. He will, he will teach you on big things and he will teach you on small things. That's a small thing. But what I'm saying is this, I know his voice. I know his voice. Uh, 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 a transaction that's $560,000, a balloon payment. He told me, step into this, step into this. Just different little small things like that. He will show you. And do you think that if he's going to trust me with that kind of little stuff? See, if he can't trust you with the unrighteous stuff, like the silly little stuff like money, how is he going to trust me with the real stuff? Come on. The deal, some of the real things that he has been lean, leaning into spiritually. And it's because I know, because I, I listen to these little things and move. And he knows that I am trustworthy. And this is one of the things that you're, you're talking about as we look into this. 
I mean, these little things, I'm talking a little bit of money, little bits of stuff. Spending $60,000 here, do this, do this, do this, just in a, just in the drop of a hat in one week, okay, on something that he said to do. I know he said it. It looks stupid to everybody else, but I know he said it. And so then when he tells me to move into something in the spiritual realm that's important, that's about bringing the body of Christ together, then I know it's, I know, I know that. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's producing that corporate identity, that family. Remember, Holy Spirit, when Father speaks by the Spirit, by the Spirit, it is generally not rational, nor is it logical. Wow. And I'm not saying everything that's far out and doesn't make sense. I'm not saying that's God either. Because again, there's a training that has to take place inwardly on the inside of us. One of the things, can I just, I want to throw, this just came to me as you're sharing, is one of the things to develop this, because we really got to get here, y'all. We really got to get here. We really got to get here. One of the things in developing this has to come from this uh, is, you know, there's a principle of praying in the Holy Ghost, uh, our prayer language. And we may have talked about this before. I, I, I can't remember right offhand. But praying in your prayer language is one of the ways that you'll develop a sensitivity to the Spirit of God that's on the inside of you. Because that's how you build yourself up in the spirit so that you can know and learn the ebbs and flows of the spirit. Praying in the spirit, singing in the spirit, uh, meditating in the spirit, all these things help to develop that ability to hear the voice of the spirit. Because again, God is training the people. If you really listen, and pay attention to what's happening in the earth. God is raising up a people. He's training a people, and I have to go back to this, who can move at the speaking or the sound of his breath. Uh, I think, let me look, there's a scripture I wanted to read because I think John's gospel gives us a, a good description of this. John chapter three, verse eight says this. The wind blows wherever it pleases. You hear its sound but you cannot tell where it comes from or where it is going. So it is with everyone born of the Spirit. I think that's interesting. In, in the Passion, it says it like this. For the Spirit wind blows as it chooses. You can hear its sound, but you don't know where it came from or where it's going. So it is the same with those who are Spirit-born. What's the point? The simple point simply is, we must learn to respond to God in a corporate way. Because what is God after? He's after his governmental entity in the earth, which is the ecclesia. We're, 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 we're the place of government. Well, God's government is legislated in the earth through, in and through the ecclesia, or what we would call the local church. So the local church ain't going away. It is an expression where we legislate God's kingdom government uh in the earth through the local church. Uh, and so God needs this government. He needs our responsiveness and obedience. And so it took him about 40 years to build responsiveness and obedience into the hearts of the people. 
because he was after something. Some of you seem like y'all been doing this a long time, but it ain't built in you. Ooh, stop, Marshall. It ain't been built in you yet. Oh, let me leave that one alone. But that's what, and that shows the patience of the father. Because remember, this is a corporate journey, and this is going to take a lifetime. This, this, like, you don't arrive because you continue to journey. You continue to journey. So you don't arrive. But in that, God is building his government through a corporate people that when he speaks and that corporate people begins to move as one man, things will shift in the realm of the spirit and it will shift in the earth realm in a moment or overnight because he has a trained corporate people. This is what father is after. And so think about this. This is a long time because Israel, they wandered 40 years. That's a long time to be wandering, but this is what God was shaping and building on the inside of them. But after that long length of time, the children of Israel, they became a tool in God's hand. And I really believe that's part of the goal of us as his people to become that corporate entity, that family, that we become a tool together, not individually, but together in the hand of God. So notice, the children of Israel, they literally kept the charge of the Lord or the rhythm of the Lord. They moved in a rhythm with the Father. Um, and they moved in a different rhythm than what their flesh wanted to do. Because in the midst of heightened opposition, they didn't break rank because they were moving in the rhythm with the Father. Even in the midst of terrible opposition, they didn't break rank. Here's a question. Think about this. Who controls the rhythm of your movement? Mm-mm-mm. In the moment of inconvenience, who controls your movement? Ooh, okay. There's no predictable pattern. I'm telling you. Because in this learning to move with the Father, we learn to move outside of predictable. Let me say, I'm going to throw this word in here. We learn to move outside of predictable religious patterns. Whether it was after two days, a month, or a year, that's when they would move. So two days, a month, or a year. So that also lets us know that for Israel, when we look at the corporate journey of the children of Israel, there were seasons of where they dwelt in God around a certain place or a certain position. Because remember, God is training them. He's building this family. So think of dwelling uh, in this context of uh, building around a certain spiritual truth. And it takes time to get certain truths established in our hearts and in our spirits because it's going to help us become this corporate ent entity that we can produce what God is after. And so when we start tapping into the rhythm of God, the Father, or the Lord, that rhythm becomes visible to the people because they saw the cloud moving. They actually saw the cloud moving, and everybody saw when the Lord moved through the cloud. And sometimes the cloud moved, and sometimes the cloud stopped and they camped. 
And the length of that season where they weren't moving was determined only by the Lord. They could only move when the cloud moved. Uh-uh. Man, there's a lot of folk, Apostle Baker, that have a lot of anxiety because they like, God, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. When you And they just take off anyway because their soul begins to talk to them in those moments of inconvenience, in those moments of crises, their souls begin to talk to them and they tend to move out anyway and God ain't said nothing. You cannot move unless the cloud moved. This was an important lesson for the children of Israel and I believe it's even more important today. We're going to have to learn to move with the cloud of God. Uh, or another simpler way to say it, with the Holy Spirit of the living God. Because he's speaking one voice. He's speaking by one breath. But if we're not tuned, if we're not trained how to move, even when things don't go our way, then we'll never become this corporate man, this corporate entity that Father God is after. And it's, all, it's so important that... that, that um, when the and can I say this? I said, you know, when the Lord spoke and gave the command that it was time to move, you know, He spoke through Moses. So that implies there had to be a set person. <laughs> Ooh, golly, there was a set person. So the rhythm or the rhythmic movement of the Lord was mandated by the leadership team that God used to lead. His people. Wow. Because God spoke through the leadership team. That's how you know when it's time to move. Because they had their ear tuned to the mouth of God. And then when when they got the when Moses, you know, when Moses got the direction, then he was able to come back and say, God said it's time to move. Let's move. My God. So I don't know how much time we got, but let me just pose a few questions, five minutes. So in these last few minutes, I want to pose a few questions I want us to think about when we talk about moving in rhythm with God. Now, remember, we talked about journeying in God. Remember, our journey is corporate. Remember, we are a family, familiar, family. We're not to be just one individual group or two or three individual groups. We are the family of God, which makes up the body of Christ. Remember, Jesus went to heaven, but his Christ stayed in the earth. That's you and me with the body of Christ. So here's what I want us to consider in our hearts. What are some rhythms of our own movement that are fleshly and wars against the rhythm of God's movement? Now you got to answer this in your own heart. What are some rhythms of our own movement that are fleshly fleshy, and they war against God's rhythms. Think about that. The other thing I want you to consider is perhaps our way of thinking, of doing things, versus the Lord's way of doing things. We will insist, I've seen people do it, we will insist that we know what we're doing. But a lot of times that's motivated by human intellect. Wow. 
Remember, the scripture teaches us our ways are not his ways. Or shall I say it the other way around? His ways are not our ways. Is there war inside of you? <laughs> what is it that would in your flesh that would cause you to war against God's movement in and for your life? Just some things to think about. Uh, I think, you know, we got to think about these, these things because we talk a lot about kingdom. We talk a lot about so many things. But at the end of the day, God is going to examine what's in our heart. He's going to examine. The Bible says man look on the outer appearance, but God looks at the heart. And if there are issues in your heart, I did a teaching called Cleansing the Soul Gates, which has to do with our will, our emotions, our conscious, our subconscious, our soul, hurts, all that stuff. Because sometimes those are the things that cause us to be contrary to which way the Spirit of God is moving. Remember, a lot of times, and I have to say this, people, we think we know the movement of God, and we don't know, I can't say that on this broadcast, we don't know nothing. <laughs> we think we know because of we our religion. We don't know Jack, okay? <laughs> oh, oh, I can say that? Yeah, we don't know Jack. I didn't know I could say that. <laughs> And we don't know because we haven't allowed our hearts to be trained to hear his voice, to tap into his rhythm. We haven't laid our heads on his breast, as it were, so we could hear the rhythm of his heart beating. If you can learn to do that by the Holy Ghost, you will always be in cadence with the move of the Spirit of God. My God. Apostle Marshall, you just used a word that is so powerful. You said our hearts trained. In that word is the word train, and that word train has movement. Whew. But when that lead coach, when the one with the gas in it, when the one that 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 leads it, it's it, uh uh, uh it then all the other parts, all the other cars move with it. It does not move on its own. And the thing of it is, and that word trained is such a powerful thing that you're going to have to get into next week because we have not moved as a train. Mm -mm. We have not moved in that trained state. We have moved, we have disconnected, and then we have tried as cabooses to move on our own when we had no steam, we had no power, we had no coal, we had no anything. So this, again, is so, so powerful. But you're talking about the kingdom of God way. You're talking about the, the kingdom of God way, telling it like it is in the kingdom of God way. And I so, so, so appreciate you. I so appreciate you and what it is that's being released here. And I tell all of you, answer those questions. You need to answer those questions. You need to do some mirror therapy. Get in the mirror and answer those questions. 
And uh, share this with people on your Facebook, on your Twitter, on all of your different accounts. Share it everywhere. Share Kingdom First TV. Share it with everyone because people need this so that we can move as one. Again, this is Apostle Baker J. Baker, who is a doctor in psychology and Apostle Dr. Marshall McGee saying thank you for joining us. Thank you for allowing us into your space, but do the work that is necessary. And we will see you back here next week when we're here to tell it like it is the kingdom of God way. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Kingdom First TV, your station for kingdom inspiration.